Hey guys, welcome back to season two of the Foster and Adoptive Dads. Today, Ade and I will talk about our summers, including one recent development at the Williamson household, but we'll talk about that later. We'll also talk about some plans for season two of the podcast and talk about local meetups. Stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Alright guys, welcome to the First and Adoptive Dad Podcast. It's been a while, I know. It's been summer, it's the rain, the fall now. <laughs> I'm here with my one and only friend, Jonathan Williams. Jonathan, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Surely I'm not your one and only friend, but <laughs> I am the only Jonathan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the only Jonathan that I think, yeah, the only <laughs> Jonathan I know right now. So, uh, at least you're my friend on the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> so. exactly, exactly. But yeah, excited <laughs> to be here, excited for us to start up again. I know, it's been, I know it's been a while, it's been a crazy summer, you know, it's been hot here in Texas, but yeah, this week it's been a little bit chilly, so we're all excited, you know? You know you, live in, you know you live in Texas when everybody's excited for like, oh, it's in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so well yeah we're back we're excited to be back uh for season two uh and just to encourage all the first adoptive dads out there and so yeah we just thought you know the first time we can just catch up uh with Jonathan just talk about how we're all doing how's the summer you know what's life been and so hopefully you all out there will be encouraged by our little time uh today so Jonathan let's Let's start with you. What's been happening in, in your neck of the woods? Seems like you guys have yeah. been in some crazy, exciting, and crazy news. <laughs> so let's yeah. go. So let me see. I, should I start from the beginning or from the end? Uh, probably start uh, from the well, beginning. I, okay, yeah. That sounds good. Well, um, yeah. So going into summer this year, uh, since we last talked, uh, it's it's always a little challenging. And I think this has one, been one of our more challenging summers where we have all the kids back home from school. We've got our uh, two biological boys, our adopted daughter, and our foster uh, teenager. And they're all jam-packed in our house again for the summer with no school. So <laughs> we started out the summer and like, what are we going to do? How are we going to still have a life? How are we going to have fun? How are we going to not let them kill each other by the end of the summer? Like uh, a lot of concerns that we had uh, me and my wife talking about, but um, we made it through. And I don't know if anybody else has that same <laughs> problem at their home, just like a uh, crazy summer with everybody together. But um, sure we, all we, we made a new schedule. Yep. We made a new schedule. We we got out of the house a lot uh, until it got too hot to go out. Um, and we just, you know, tried to have fun and tried to love each other best we could. And, and I was very excited for school to start up in August. I have to tell you that. <laughs> I. I uh, I was joking with my wife in August when school started. I was like, "Man, why don't we do school year round?" And I never thought I would be that person. <laughs> I feel like the uh, the villains of all the kids movies that I watched growing up were always talking about school all year round, cancel summer or whatever. And I was like, yeah. "Okay, now I've become the villain. I'm I'm the guy who wants school all year round uh, yeah. because the kids need structure, you know." Um, but so that was good. Um, a lot's happened with the teenager. Uh, she's yeah. doing great. So proud of her. Yeah, she so she had a summer job at Chipotle. That's good. Um, rolling burritos and making Chipotle. money. And yeah, it was awesome. Um, 
She didn't bring home too much free Chipotle, which I was <laughs> bummed about, but she did eat it herself uh, while she was there. That's good. Um, so she saved up money uh, for, and so she saved up all summer to buy a car. That's good. Uh, and one of our plans with her was to, uh, we, we told her we'd match whatever she made this summer. As long as she saved it for the car, we'd match it. That's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, so we, it was really neat where we're coming towards the end of the summer and school's about to start. Um, and she has to go now in person again. She's not able to do remote school anymore. So yeah. she's going to, the plan was her, for her to drive to school. Um, so towards the beginning of August, we were working on getting her driver's license and then trying to figure out how we're going to buy this car, where we're going to buy it from, what is it, work is it going to need, et cetera. Um, and Liza actually spoke to her small group about it. And one of the ladies there um, offered to donate their car to our daughter. And so that was so cool. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Yep. And so um, the only the only caveat was the AC is broken. So we thought that that was a good compromise where she got the car (laughs) donated. So it's a great car. It's an 08 Honda Civic. That's good. Um, But she still had to use a large chunk of her money to fix the AC. Yeah. Um, And so that was that was good. Um, So she still hasn't fixed the AC yet. She ended up having to spend some money on a lift to go to school for the first few weeks because the car wasn't ready yet, et cetera. So um, she's saving up now. She's got a new job working uh, at PetSmart. That's good. And working with the dogs, playing with dogs every night. So um, she's working really hard, really proud of her. So is she, is um, she, she going to fix the car? <laughs> well, she waited long enough. Now it's finally cooling down. But yeah, she. Uh, so now she's, as soon as she gets this first paycheck from PetSmart, she'll have enough again to pay for the AC. All right. So that's the plan. <laughs> um, and then the other piece of news for her is she got accepted into college. Wow. For the spring. That's so huge. really excited for that. Um, we we went through the process of figuring out with her, does she want to do college? Does she want to take a break? Does she want to work? And I think that summer of working at Chipotle, you know, nonstop, being hot, making just enough money, she was like, maybe I want to go to college. That's good. Uh, especially because, uh, yeah, especially because we were able to, through grants and through the tuition waiver that Texas uh, applies to foster children. Yeah. She's going to be able to go to college for free and have uh, housing paid for and food and transportation expenses paid for too. So, wow. That is amazing. Um, as long as she stays in, I believe it's nine hours, either nine or 12 hours per semester. Um, yeah. She gets to have like kind of that free ride. So um, that's the way she's going to go. And she got accepted. And so we're going to go on a college tour here in October. Nice. Um, you get her signed up for the dorms and everything. Which college did she get accepted into? Yeah, so she's applying to a local college here called Texas Women's University. Okay. Um, and it's it's not too far uh, from home and not too far from her other family. So, um, she's excited. It's good. To it. yeah, I'm excited for her. <laughs> I yeah. haven't even met her, but I'm so, excited for her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So excited, and I think it's going to be a great move for her. She's going to do great there. Um, so now, yeah, she's just finishing up high school. She's in her last semester and she's in a self-paced program. So as she finishes courses, she's done. And once she finishes her last one, no matter what day it is this semester, she's done with school. So, wow. um, she can graduate kind of instantly. Um, do you know what, what, what does she want to major in? She has no idea. So we're, everything is undecided right now uh, for the major. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yep. Yep. 
But yeah, so the other piece of big news that happened uh, is as we're getting all that prepped and ready and we're like slowly moving to that phase, we got a surprise call on Friday uh, from CPS. Oh. You know, that's always that's always a little scary. But uh-huh. um, they called us 5 p.m. on Friday and said uh, our biological do- or sorry, our adopted daughter's biological mother had a baby. Oh. Um, so brand new newborn on Friday, born on Friday. And they said she needs the baby needs to be removed. Uh, and can you t- guys take him on Monday? Wow. Uh, we called you because of the family connection uh, with the sister. And so that was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> we, uh, are we, are we ready to do a newborn right now? We're just trying to get our oldest now into college and now we're going to go back to the beginning. But, um, the other crazy thing is that we're expecting our own baby too. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So I know, <laughs> my wife is pregnant and we're due in March and then we get this other call for another newborn, you know, a few months early and it was yeah. crazy, crazy Friday night. Ah. Man, that's what happens. Hey, that's what happened in first daycare. You just never know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. When uh-huh. when your wife told my wife, I was like, oh, it may happen to us. She, my wife was like, that is not going to be great. <laughs> I was like, yep. I was like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of these things you're like, of course you're going to say yes. You're not going to say no. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I give all the credit to my wife because she was like, she was like you, of course, we're going to say yes. There's no way. And I was like, okay, okay, here. This is, we've got four kids right now, one on the way. This will be six kids. And um, I'm a little bit nervous about that. So I was like, yeah. we got to talk through this. We got to explain how's it going to work. How are we not going to be overwhelmed? All that. But she talked me into it. You know, she would. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. I'm Obviously, I'll probably be yep. like you to like, okay. I feel like most dads are going to be like, you like, all right, let's talk about, let's talk through, let's talk through this. Like, is I actually going to do this, you know, but wow, you, I have to say, man, thank, first of all, thank you for even saying yes. You know, I think, uh, I'm just hearing, yeah, just hearing from you guys. You guys are, are awesome. You know, just the testament from the, uh, from your teenage foster daughter i mean just get her into college i mean that's it's it's honestly it's it makes my heart happy you know because when you talk about foster youths when you talk about statistics of like them aging out not having family not going to college but at least this is you know this is one that you guys said yes to and you guys are changing her, her story even if she's telling you all story you guys are definitely changing uh her her story you know and so, uh, so I just want to say thank you. I just want to say you guys are doing an awesome job. You guys want to pause and say, hey, if nobody have told you guys, you know, I know sometimes you guys don't like to hear this, but I, we just want to say thank you on behalf of all the foster families and the foster kids. Say thank you for all you guys do. So just want to just want to say that real quick. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. That really means a lot. Yeah, yeah, we definitely don't. No one really says thank you, so appreciate that. Yeah, uh, so. that's great. Um, yeah, so he came on Monday, oh. and so now uh, he's he's a week old today. Wow! So it's good. This is fresh news just happening to us right now. I know. Wow. Well, we'll definitely keep you guys in prayer, support you. Hopefully, you guys have some good support system from your church or small group families to really you know help you guys because i know it's a lot so mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we were really encouraged. We we were worried that uh, people would look at us crazy and be like, you know, you're already pregnant and you have all these kids. You can't take another newborn right now. What are you doing? Like even our friends we wouldn't understand, but um, we didn't give them enough credit. They were all very supportive and they all rallied behind us and said, this is obviously what you need to do. And this is obviously the right move. And what can we do to help? So that's really encouraging. That's good. That's good to hear. I'm, I'm so. So, yeah, to all the guys who will be listening to this podcast, please Remember Jonathan and Liza and your prayers and the kids in <laughs> this transmission. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so. Thanks so much. Yeah. So I guess that that's pretty much the story for me. How about you, Ade? How's the summer been and the beginning of fall? Well, mine is not as crazy as yours, but <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, it's been good. Uh, my son. So we had. My kids, but they are like two days apart, you know, despite the fact they are adopted. Uh, we had birthdays, one turned seven, one turned three. And he, the three-year-old just started, uh, started school, uh, preschool. So that's been, that's been very interesting seeing him, you know, adjusting, growing. Uh, I think, yeah, I think that's one of my most uh, interesting part of my summer, seeing my kids, I feel like they just grew so fast, just seeing them evolving in their little selves, you know, just as a, mm-hmm. as a dad, you just want to like, wow, cherish those moments, see how you see them grow, you know, talk and kind of like figure things out and the sky, he, you know, mm-hmm. you know, pointing to the sky, doing different arts, drawing. So it's been good. Uh, the summer has been, you know, we had, we did some fun activities, but I don't think we really like went all out traveling, you know, just had traveling with a three-year-old, you know, so, but, you know, I'm excited for them. Uh, and so uh, work's been good. Uh, many of you know, I work for the part-time for the Christian Alliance for Orphans and as an African coach. So we, uh, had our summit last week, so it was it was fun, but it was busy. Yeah, how many how many uh, attendees did you have, or or you had other people watching from around the world, right? Yeah, so what we usually do, we had like the first two days, really like in the past, you have like two hundred and fifty people from thirty five countries, but right now because of COVID, we, we you know, people couldn't travel, so we all did everything on Zoom, you know. So we had. Mm-hmm. I think close to 800 people on Zoom, you know, from 35 countries. So we were able to wow. pull it out. So, yeah, it took us all summer planning and figure how we're going to do that. And, you know, and so, yeah, praise Jesus for technology, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. We, that's a big Zoom call. Yeah. So we had, so what happened, we had like different countries have like little gatherings that we just Zoom them in. So, uh but you know, you were able to see each other, talk to each other. You know, it was funny, like, uh, and so. But it was good. The summit's um, theme for this year was with, you know, W I T H. So God with us, mm-hmm. us with one each other. Just you know, in this time of COVID, everybody has been secluded. It's good to be in person with people. Just get encouragement from different people who do foster care. You know, and so orphan care. So it's been it was an encouraging time. I think one of my big takeaways is, you know, uh 
learning to spend time with with Jesus. You know, sometimes you know it's as as dad, it can be easy for us doing so many things for our family, our wives. We want to go to our jobs, but not really taking time to like rest in in Him. To like, okay, I I need how's my relationship with God, Jesus happening? You know, how can I mm-hmm. um uh spent time with him there was this guy that spoke i can't remember his name but he wrote a book called the common rule and basically it's just like four things that we can do to really spend time with jesus so it's kind of like it's like spend time with jesus uh turn your phones off spend one time with a friend a week you know just kind of like yeah just kind of engaging with people so that's cool so you know Right now, what I'm doing is like really when I first get to work, spend time with Jesus. So that's something I'm trying to do. Uh, so yeah, so this has been yeah, encouraging. That's awesome. Uh, that sounds like a great, great book. Yeah, uh, we can put that in the show notes too for people who want to hear. Yes, who yeah, who want to read his book, and so that's been good. Uh, but yeah, and then we had you know, you know, I, I tell you, I'm excited about you guys, but we. So we, for in Texas, you know, when the governor said no kids should be sleeping in the CPS uh, office, you know, we had all these girls staying in our, we have a little house, you know, where it was supposed to be for like kids who are waiting for placement, but all of a sudden it turned out to be, you know, where we had all these girls stay in there, all these teenage girls, and it was crazy, you know, but it was (laughs) Uh a learning process, you know, so just grieves your heart to see, you know, uh, girls who can't really get placed in families or who are needed placed teenagers. You know, you know they have girls in general have issues. So when you have five girls living in the same place, it's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a crazy somehow navigating that, and you know, it just helps me to think about how. Part of my role with BCS to get to engage the churches more and really stepping up to really see yep. that, you know, we need foster families. We can prevent these girls from aging out from the system if we have families can adopt them as early as six years old, seven years old. Because you have yep. girls who have been in the foster care system for 10 years from one family mm-hmm. to another family. But if we can prevent them from getting there, it would be a long way. So, so yeah, that's kind of what's on my mind right now, trying to just engage the church and even build our community up, you know, and yeah, and, and even encourage foster care families just to yeah say thank you for all you guys are doing. Because sometimes, you know, it's hard. People don't get, they don't get the appreciation they need. So, so yeah, that's kind of my summer, just trying to figure out ways to build some, community and build support for foster families and they really engage the church here in my area that's awesome yep yeah so exciting to hear about and i know the haven which is the house that you guys have is um already been so useful for cps and for the girls so far in this semester so yes uh, so exciting that that was able to come to life that was a dream that you guys had before Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, um, we so we're excited about the new season, huh? We yes. we've got um, we've got some slots lined up, and Ada and I are going to be working on getting some exciting guests for the podcast. So 
Um, something I wanted to ask is like, if anyone's comfortable reaching out on the Facebook page, just let us know who you are and maybe where you, where you live and what's your family story. Uh, we want to know who the listeners are and how we can better support you guys. Um, yeah. And, and I have some topics in mind. We've got, um, one guy who's a ADHD expert, which would be awesome to have on here. Uh, we've got people who have adopted internationally, uh, adopted teenager, uh, people who have uh, other nonprofits for foster care and adoption, which are cool. exciting to hear about. Um, so yeah, we've got a lot on the docket and a lot, a lot of ways we could go, but uh, if anybody wants to hear about anything specific or there's a topic that you think we could cover, um, we can find a guest and we can find time to do that. So yeah. we'd want to hear, hear more from you guys on the Facebook page. Yeah. And also, I mean, we have some, some guys that are just normal foster dads that we're going to try and hear their story. You know, I just had one of mm-hmm. my friend who just adopted three of his kids. They had some crazy story and they had to go to court and it's, which is it's a wild story. I want to get him to share and encourage guys who are in the trenches with their kids mm-hmm. and kids. So, so yeah, we are just here to encourage dads and you know, hop onto that Facebook group or, or hop onto the Foster Adoptive Brotherhood uh, Facebook group too. So, uh, whatever we can do to encourage guys, that's all. That's what we're all about. Definitely. Yeah, the, the Foster Adopted Brotherhood group is over 500 members now, which is crazy. It's good. Um, so tons of dads making posts. Um, and it's not just the same voices every time. I Every time I go to the page, I notice there's new people on there making new posts. And then there's new responses from people I haven't heard from before. So it's there's plenty good. of room for everybody to be involved and to talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, so it's a still exciting time. It's good. Yeah, and I think also just even to encourage that's out there. I know the uh, brotherhood, you know, wants to start little meetups for guys. So I think something that I'm trying to do is to have a lunch with all the foster dads in my area. So I think all the wives will appreciate a group like that. So I just want to mm-hmm. throw it out there to you guys. Like, hey, if, if you need to talk to someone, if you have, if even if it's two or three guys that you know, uh, Force an adoptive dad. Just go grab a lunch with them. Just talk to you know. Just we all need community. We all need each other. So just wanna in this season, just wanna throw it out there for you guys out there. Yeah, think about starting something in your own town. It doesn't have to be a official group or anything. It could just be like I said, a lunch with a couple of foster adopted dads that you know, uh, and maybe they'll invite someone else, and and you can have you know a little group there. So yep. Um, We'd encourage you to do that and, and let us know if you do that and, and you have a good time. We'd love to hear about it on the page too. Well, thank you guys for listening to us. Like we said, this was going to be a short one. We'll see you guys next time. We'll have a guest and yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's remind that. Let's continue to pray for my friend Jonathan and his family. And just you guys have a good day. Have a good season. Enjoy the fall. Uh, yeah, Jonathan. Any last words? I was just going to say, uh, if you're in the trenches, keep your head up. Because um, every season changes. And so yes. if you're in the difficult one, um, you will come out. Yep. Uh, I encourage you with that. So awesome. uh, we're just starting a new one and it looks a little scary, but I know that it will only last for a time, for yes. a season. So uh, keep your head up, guys. We're praying for you. We're thankful for you listening. Uh, we'll see you soon. 
Thanks for listening to the Foster and Adopted Dads podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to check the show notes for any resources mentioned during the podcast and leave us a review if you like what you hear. See you next time.